Hello, everyone, and welcome to Archangels of Justice Weekly. Before we get started with Sal's Parkland update, I want to let everyone know what to expect from the Archangels going forward. We will be releasing this weekly podcast on Mondays and maybe a few during the week when special occasions arise. We will also be finishing up Ira's Lori Ben Bennett case, and Sal will be taking it over. We thank you guys for all the support and hope you enjoy this episode. As we promised, we were going to do an update on the Parkland shooting and what has transpired in the last several months due to the investigations that were completed and some decisions that were made by certain courts and ultimately a finality that I think was long overdue. There'll never really be any closing for those families that lost so many loved ones and for those that survived that massacre that are seriously been seriously injured and have different types of disability, disabilities now from the shooting. The fact that the police response, or specifically the Broward County Sheriff's Office response, was so poor and actually a, an absolute disgrace for law enforcement officers to behave that way. And their sheriff, Scott Israel, with every excuse he could muster to try to put the blame somewhere else other than on himself. As the sheriff, you're a leader. You lead your people. If you lead your people the way he led his people, it's no wonder they all hid behind cars and buildings and didn't go in. They had an incident the year before at the Fort Lauderdale airport and their deputies lackluster performance in that situation didn't teach them anything. When Ira was alive and we discussed the Parkland shooting shortly after it occurred, we had made a lot of comments about it. And one of the comments, you know, was that there was quite a few cowards that day. And the only way to change that is to basically cut off the head of the snake, so to speak. Some of the court decisions that were made after the shooting, uh, one Broward County judge decided that the police did have a duty to rescue those children. But a federal court judge about a month and a half later decided, no, they don't. So you could see what's happening here. It's not law enforcement. It's called politics. And politics have no place in law enforcement. That's something I argued for my whole life. Why do we have politics in law enforcement? When politics get in the way of law enforcement, you no longer have law enforcement. You have selective enforcement. But lo and behold, some justice was finally served. A new governor came into office in January of 2019. That governor, Ron DeSantis, one of the first things he did upon taking office was relieved Sheriff Israel of command of the Sheriff's Department essentially yanked him out of that job and replaced him with someone else. Before I get into that, I want to say what Governor DeSantis said 
about Sheriff Israel. His statement reads as follows. Sheriff Israel has repeatedly failed and has demonstrated a pattern of poor leadership. He failed to protect Floridians and visitors during the tragic Fort Lauderdale International Airport shooting in 2017. And he failed in his duties to keep our families and children safe during the devastating shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School on February 14, 2018. These incidents demonstrate Sheriff Israel's repeated incompetence and neglect of duty. And the families of the victims deserve accountability. Hurrah to Ron DeSantis, the new governor of Florida. <clears throat> I won't even comment on to why Governor Rick Scott didn't remove this clown from office when he was the governor. I guess he was too busy running for Senate. Again, politics at its worst. We, as American citizens, need to demand better of our law enforcement community, and we need to demand that politics no longer stick their nose into law enforcement, because this shooting is a result of the lackadaisical attitude of law enforcement today because of the way politics rule the roost. And if you don't think that's true, look around the country today at what goes on in law enforcement. Look at the FBI. At the end of the day, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, handed down that the uh, new sheriff-elect or sheriff appointee is a retired Coral Springs police sergeant by the name of Gregory Tony, and he's going to serve as sheriff. Well, what's interesting about Mr. Tony retired from Coral Springs, when, during the day of the shooting, uh, Mr. Tony was not in Florida during this period of time, but there was a Coral Springs sergeant active, but off-duty, inside the school that day that attempted to rescue students, unarmed, doing what he could do to render aid. Coral Springs Police Department, not even in their jurisdiction, came racing across town and ran past all those cowering deputies to try to get in there and stop what had already stopped on its own. But at least they tried. <clears throat> Sheriff Israel and his command staff have been nothing but political fools. And some of the comments that I have seen in local newspapers in regard to uh, Israel's being suspended as the sheriff in Broward County is really kind of frightening. You've had, we had, I've read from articles and statements from county commissioners that actually decried that DeSantis did the wrong thing by pulling Israel out. A lot of his own command staff in the sheriff's office said the same thing. Some of them resigned and left because Obviously, they didn't want to get booted out when a real sheriff came into town. You know, there's an old saying, you know, when you walk into a town back in the Old West, you know, all the cowboys thought they can get away with just about anything they wanted. And all of a sudden, they were facing down a new sheriff. 
no, the new sheriff in town is not going to play this game. Gregory Tony comes highly recommended. And in fact, one of the Parkland victims, father, Mr. Pollock, uh, is now in charge of some of the security at the schools. And he recommended Gregory Tony. Gregory Tony's wife and he run a business during his retirement where they actually were training officers around the country for active shooter events and businesses as well, you know, where they may have an active shooter. Cause as you know, it can happen in a business too, not just a school. So I applaud the new sheriff, Gregory Tony of Broward County and pray that he can get Broward County Sheriff's office back on its feet and turned around. There was a point in time years ago when I was still an active law enforcement officer, the Broward County Sheriff's Office was an outstanding agency. But under Scott Israel, it went down the tubes. It became nothing but a political machine for him. It was all about Scott Israel. And I see that in the state of Florida on a regular basis. Billboards a year after the elections were over and the sheriff's got his face plastered all over billboards constantly, you know, here I am. Don't forget to vote for me again in three or four years. And it's a joke. And it shouldn't be that way. There's there's agencies here in Florida, the one in Morton County, for example, where the sheriff there took over a few years ago. He's getting into the middle of his second term now, and he can't even keep deputies on staff. His budget is millions of dollars over budget because he has to pay overtime to deputies to keep the streets covered because no one wants to work there anymore. There was a point in time when every raw recruit in a tri-county area wanted to work at the Martin County Sheriff's Office. Now they don't. They're all looking to escape. And that's because of lack of leadership. The same thing that was happening down in Broward County and Palm Beach County is another problem in itself. There's a lot of counties in the state of Florida that are so politically manufactured that these people that run for sheriff are nothing but politicians and they don't actually perform a function any longer. The deputies don't get trained properly. They're not paid properly. It's a shame. This is about the Parkland shooting, but we're going to see reruns of this all over the country until we don't start demand, unless we, American citizens, don't demand better. You know, at the Archangel of Justice, we find often cases of, of misconduct and malfeasance and neglect of duty. This is nothing new. But when it gets to a state where you've got 17 people murdered in a school and 17 more crippled up and shot up and police not responding, we need to stop this. And we need to stop it now. The, the whole thing of protecting and serving, as Ira used to say, was not longer protecting and serving us, the communities, but protecting and serving themselves. And it's true. I know a lot of good police officers too, though. You know, ones that I worked with years ago that still have that mentality of doing the job. But that's dwindling down and dwindling down as they retire and leave and the new blood comes in with no experience 
and these sheriffs are nothing but political animals and these chiefs that all they want these people to do is to go around and rah-rah for them to get them reappointed and reelected and try to put out little fires all over the place instead of being proactive law enforcement officers and keeping the crime rate down. And it needs to stop. And the only way it's going to stop is by American citizens saying we've had enough. And that means each and every one of you in your communities having the guts to push. If you've got a bad sheriff or a bad chief, get them out of there. This is the first in a long time that I've seen a governor pull a sheriff out of office in the state of Florida. And I, I'm not political and I have no ambition to be political, but I have to applaud this sheriff, uh, new governor DeSantis for doing it. Pulled him right out of there. One of the first things he did when he took office. And all Scott Israel wants to do is cry and moan about how he did a good job. And this isn't about the school shooting. This is politics, he says. Politics? 17 dead kids and school teachers? You call that politics? If I could see Scott Israel face to face, I'd tell him exactly what he is. He's nothing but a cowardly, low-life politician. He is not a lawman, and he has no business wearing the uniform and pinning a star on his chest. But I probably won't be unfortunate enough to lay face to face, see him face to face anyway. I really don't want to lay eyes on the guy. Because I think he's just a miserable excuse for a human being. And he has no business in law enforcement whatsoever. The, the sad part about the Parkland shooting, as you all know, is that tragic loss of life. And the anger and the psychological problems that are going to occur with all these young survivors that have to now deal with being hunted down like animals and then cowering in fear and then the police not coming to their rescue as they were taught over and over and over again. Call the police when you have a problem. They'll take care of it. No, they won't. I hate to tell you, no, they won't. You may find that rare police officer or two that's going to come out and risk themselves to save your life, but don't count on it happening all the time, but it's not going to, and it's a shame. No one wants to die. I used to go to work every day with a bulletproof vest on, carrying the guns, kiss my kids goodbye, my wife, and pray to God that I get home every night or after the end of shift. And... But I went out and did my job. And if I had to go after some bad guy that was murdering people, beating people, robbing people, I went. I wasn't afraid to go. I wasn't afraid to kick in that door and confront that evil on the other side of it. These people in Broward County, I'm really appalled at their performance. They're, they had none, zero. It was almost like they were nothing but a bunch of rookies that had never been trained for anything at all. And that's what they, how they handled this thing. At the end of the day, all I want to say is let's band together as American citizens and put an end to this lackluster performance by police. And it's Sal Rastrelli from the Archangel of Justice. And uh, I know my counterpart Ira Robbins is a true archangel now presiding his overwatch over
me and what I'm going to try to do without him here now to help work on these kind of cases and comment on what has gone on over the years. Thank you so much for listening and be ready for my next installment, which will be coming up real soon on self-defense, where I'll be talking about the law and you and how it affects you. Thank you very much.